create a space. We The idea of this is, yeah, is to take up space as black women, as African women. And we want people who listen, people who are joining us every week to feel like they can take up space and have these conversations. So, Hi, welcome back to Take Up Space. I'm your host, Esther. And today I'm just by myself. Um, well, I'm with people, but I'm co-hosting alone. So Biana is not here, but I'm joined by two amazing guests. If they would love to introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Eliola, and I'm the programs and operations manager for Project Agape. And I love sleeping. I'm on <laughs> this episode because I believe sex education is really important, especially as an immigrant. Thank you. Great. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hi, I'm Kati. I used to be part of Project Agape as the community outreach director, and I love sleeping too, but I like watching Netflix more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Awesome, awesome. And I'm Esther. You guys know who I am. Um, and this is our final episode of season one, and I thought it was a great way to round off is to talk about the importance of sex ed, which is kind of leading into season two, where we talk about um, the implications and just, you know, things that occur due to lack of that knowledge and things like that. So um, that's going to be the bulk of our conversation today. Um, Just understanding our experiences. I think it's important that we have different perspectives considering, um, especially both of you have two different perspectives. You like growing up in France, like me and Anne's growing up in Nigeria and that difference in knowledge versus like, when we came here, which we did for like high school and you came here for university, there's still some other learning that happened there too. So I think it's great that we have a difference in um, outlooks and it will definitely contribute to the conversation. So I guess the first thing that I wanted to talk about, I'm going to just ask this real quick is, um, what is everyone's experience with sex ed? Like what was your, I guess, upbringing experience? When did you learn about it? What's your experience with the whole thing? Like, um, if you need me to define what it encompasses, mm. I can do that too. Yeah, I can't. I cannot think of a time where I actually received formal sex education. Like I cannot, you know, remember. But I do remember at school in primary school when we were like nine, looking at the naked bodies in the dictionary. I think yeah. What? So like in those huge dictionaries, you you would have the two pages with a male and female body, and we just look at the like the Oxford and, like, the dictionary. Oops. I think it's because it's um, is it a French dictionary? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's why I guess we have that in English dictionary. Yeah, yeah, and we would. I guess I learned stuff about sex from friends, and then at some point we actually had a class, and we were eleven. And it was more like a biology, like on the body and everything. And this prof was considered as someone who was kind of like very modern, like Mm. out of the regular standard way of teaching. And yeah, I have a big Um, For me, I would say like being Nigerian, I was never, there was never anything called sex ed. Like you kind of had to learn everything on your own. I remember, like, in year seven, when, like, we just started learning biology and, like, started learning about, like, male and female genitalia. It was very weird because all the boys in this class would be screaming when they would, yeah. the professor would talk about, like, the vagina and, like, yeah. the vulva and, like, ovaries and all that stuff. 
I remember like when I first got my period too, like my mom never even taught me about periods. Like I literally was crying to my aunts that I'm going to die, mm-hmm. that I'm bleeding for my coochie and coochie. tell my mother that coochie. I love her. <laughs> no, I'm actually serious. Like I actually thought like I was gonna, I was gonna die, and I'm like I've never seen this before. Like yeah. it's so important. Not even like sex ed, like even like body autonomy to like understanding mm-hmm. like your body as a woman. Yeah. It's but a huge like amount of blood. <laughs> well, no, but it's true. No, yeah, like yeah. it's scary. Yeah, you don't know imagine what's happening. if the only things coming out of there has been pee the whole time. I think red just everywhere, yeah. and, yeah. and it hurts to be yeah. cramping. Oh. Like, is it, no, is it's the like, end? no, it's this. So the just at grade seven, what age is that? Grade seven, I was ten. Yeah, yeah I remember. So about, okay. Yeah, like I was ten, and that like I didn't understand anything about that. Like, yeah, there was nothing on like sex ed. Not even like I don't remember like. I know that, like, there are times my mom would be like, okay, you can't stay with this man. You can't. Mm. If this anybody touches you, come tell us. But, yeah. like, nothing really, like, explaining anything. And I feel yeah. like it's really important to, like, educate your kids from, like, early on. Yeah. Like, you don't have to, like, be explicit. Like, oh, this is the penis. This is the vagina. Like, yeah. But at least, like, let them understand. What it is. Yeah. I, that's so interesting because, like, I don't know what happened in our school. But there was a stage in our school where nothing was taught to us. But there was a day. I don't know what happened that. We just had the principal come in and just tell us, do not let anyone opposite sex to you other than you, besides your mom or your dad, like mm. sit on their lap or touch you, whatever. Mm-hmm. We didn't know why. And I remember even the next day, like, because my uncle used to sit on, I sit on his lap all the time. I remember not doing that, but I wasn't even sure why. I yeah. was just told, like, I'm sure, like, maybe someone, like, was abused. I don't know what happened, mm-hmm. like a, a kid or something. But, like, it was just that it's automatic do this but not no reasoning why same thing with like yeah. like don't have boyfriends and like you know why like you know like yeah. why can't we you know talk it's to so guys funny. or why what it's so funny like yeah how, like for five years my mother is like if you talk to your man don't talk to your boys yet you're yeah. for distraction graduate university so, so what, what are you getting, getting there? There? <laughs> why don't you talk to a man right oh, why are you single well what from you told where? me for all my years, don't talk to anybody. Anybody, any man that talks to you is gonna ruin your life. Mm-hmm. And then I'm meant to produce a man. From mm-hmm. And then I found out that they all had boyfriends when they were in high school, and university. And I'm like, okay, but you guys were fine. So like, Thank why you. can't we? My first sex ed experience type thing was in Canada, like actual one, but it wasn't even sex ed experience. This is exactly what happened. I'll show you live and direct. I was my first semester in Ridley. I was 15 years old. They brought like a suction dildo and just, I remember the way she just <laughs> put out, dropped it on the table. And I was just like, what, what is going on here? Because we were at like in the common, it was in boarding school in the common yeah. room. There was Peter watching movies. Someone just brings a dick, bruh, everyone try putting a condom on it. And we're just there like, what is this? Like, why are we doing this? I mean, why not? You know? I remember nobody even cared because they didn't tell us anything. They just kept on saying, take all the condoms because people... My high school in 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 Saint Catharines, people used to have sex everywhere. Mm. Gym, ha! Oh, I don't care. <laughs> like, okay. I don't care. People used to have sex everywhere, and like I knew about it because everyone just talked about it. Like it was just class gossip. So people were just packing condoms, but no, I didn't understand like what was going on. Yeah. But in Nigeria, it was just there was just nothing. It was just don't do this, don't do that. But then here, it's like you make an attempt, but like. And they think sex without ed is just yeah yeah exactly and it's so they actually think sex ed is just ways to have safe sex and that is wear a condom and it's also not like paying attention to people who like 
are who do who have sex who have sex without penetration people who are like for instance like are lesbians like and they have the female mm. condom and things like that they don't it's just like yeah they don't put thing that's the end of it and which was i thought was like really 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 stupid um but like did it did you feel like did you get to a point where you actually had that how do i put this did you get to a point where you actually learned about it? Like, have you guys gotten there? Like, was there a space where that taught you about all these things? Like, was it the internet? Was it, did you have like formal friends. training? Friends, I mean, maybe? me, it was friends. And like, I learned lots of stuff from friends and they probably learned it from porn. Yeah. I'm guessing because I can't remember some stuff. It was so stupid. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, I never actually had like a formal conversation with my parents. I never felt the need to. Yeah. Because yeah. I felt like I knew stuff. Mm-hmm. I did think like, you know, when I was a kid, like we make babies just by kissing each other. Same, yeah. Like, you know? But yeah. For me, I would say like when I was in year seven, I feel like. Somebody freaking gave me Pornhub's website. And I go on our family computer. <laughs> oh, no. But did you have, like, the family? There was something on, it was the, so on the computer. No, but, like, oh. parents would put, like, a security Like, thing. the security? No. Nah. What's it called? Oh, like, the parent control. Parent control. Parent control. Yeah. yeah. Parent control. It was not parent control. Yeah. I typed somebody's, like, yeah, yeah, Google it. I'm, like, oh, maybe. That yes. time I was, I was really into, like, Barbie, like, dressing up Barbies on, like, the computer. So my mom used to like supervise me and I just used to do that the whole time. And I got to year seven and they're like, oh, Google that. Stupid me. I go on our family computer. The computer with the back that's oh, slow as computer. Oh, All I'm hearing is moaning. <laughs> oh, no. And my mother is coming up the stairs. Oh, and I'm my like, God. My mother beat that. She beats me and she's like, who told you? I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> no, that was the first time I'm like, okay, there's actually, like, something called sex. Yeah. Like, if, like, I didn't know, like, before then, I didn't know what sex was. Mm, and like, the her reaction, probably, that's the problem, too, is, yeah. like, you're not supposed to hide porn from your kids. Yeah, true. You're supposed to explain a better version of no, it. Because yeah. Because then it, it porn just is not puts realistic. sex in yeah. this, like, hidden Because Yeah. Because yeah, you're seeing, like, it's the same thing as, like, saying, you know, like, they already told us sex is bad, the sex is wrong, and then you see it through porn, and then you're getting yelled at for that. So you're thinking, you know, that's what they mean by sex. But then, like when, and, and then people go and watch porn and think it's okay to treat yeah. people the way people like in, in porn. There's no consent in porn. Porn is unrealistic, no, first of all. Yeah. So acting. yeah, which is why like a lot of people like a lot of people in their first times will act treat like it's porn, yeah. and like that's not how life works um, and and by hiding it it also like make it, it just makes it look like it's this mystical thing yeah that no one true talks about you know and yeah. then you you try to learn about it by yourself and, and that's the wrong way and yeah. then that's why you get all the yeah and that's why people in a couple don't talk about sex too right yeah. like it becomes this taboo thing thing yeah for sure yeah. like it's a thing that's never spoken about and it should only be done when you're getting married and, yeah. be done with and your... only if you're having boys. Yeah. Only if you're having kids. You're having male children. <laughs> <Not> male children. <laughs> um, did you guys have like your initial perception of sex as you were like even experiencing those like watching it and hearing about it? Was it like a negative? Did you always see it as negative? Or was it like just neutral? 
Um, like when I first like saw porn. Yeah, like like how did your perception on it change? Like was it like this is wrong, or even though my mom was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like this is not wrong, but I want to learn more. Like I would say, like yeah, I wanted to learn more because I'm like I was like weirded out at first. I'm like, what is going on? I've never seen this before. Mm-hmm. What is going on? But at the same time, I'm like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Like, I really wanted to, like, understand, like, what was going on. But at the same time, I was scared because I'm like, I, there was there weren't any, like, iPhones or, like, yeah. I don't know, Blackberries. Maybe there yeah, were Blackberries then. Blackberries. But, like, I'm like, I'm scared to watch it again on our family computer because <laughs> that's the only time that you can I, can, I can watch it. But I'm yeah. like, I was intrigued. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. yeah. I feel that. What about you, Katie? I was always very curious about it, and I is the French in you. I don't, I don't know actually, because like when it got to the point where I was gonna have sex, then yeah. it was scary. I was mm. older, yeah. yeah. But when I was younger, I I knew that it was something that made people feel good, so okay. I was really curious. And I also saw it with the movies. Mm. I remember watching. Yeah. Yeah. My like mom made me close movies. my eyes every single time, and my parents <laughs> didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my mother, even till I went home. Anytime, really? a, yes. Anytime yeah. a sexy, she'll look at me. Yeah. <laughs> to make sure, and I'm like, I'm on my phone. I'm like, <laughs> I know. And she's looking to make sure I'm like, bro, I've been living in Canada for seven years. Yeah. I've seen multiple. Yeah. I'm not so closing my eyes. You watch movies all yeah. the time. I don't know. Yeah. I would, like, my parents wouldn't make me hide my, like, eyes or whatever. They wouldn't even comment. They would just watch the so movie. Yeah. And I would be the one becoming super red. Uh-huh. And, and being like shy and like you know like, <laughs> looking away, but you know I always knew it was something that's supposed to make you feel good. Yeah. Really, yeah. I thought it was yeah. supposed to be painful because when you see the videos, the the girls like sh- shouting, oh, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. are you in pain? It's yeah, so childbirth, like because I knew it was part of like childbirth. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, maybe like it's like how like you know like i think it's cats or dogs that have like spiked penises and then they put what? it in yeah so you don't so that the female doesn't pull away but i'm not yeah sure but like so like in my mind i'm thinking that's it like it's just pain <laughs> yeah <laughs> the sperm entering is pain the baby coming out is just pain so i was just afraid like what is this then i'm getting to university and i'm hearing what sex is about pleasure like yeah. that's for fun like it was it was confusing, weird yeah, yeah it was, it was really weird. confusing um, did you guys feel like you had safe spaces to talk about it though? Like, did you like were you able to go to your parents for any? Ew, Jenny's here. Any questions? <laughs> any questions? Sorry, there's cat hair in my mouth. Any questions that you had? Like, not necessarily about sex, but like about about like a partner, about kissing, anything like. <laughs> bro i don't even understand how my mother let me come to canada i love you mommy <laughs> um yeah the first time i remember bro i got in so much trouble i feel like it's because i was like already like exposed to like porn at a very yeah. very young age like i do regret i waited for a lot of stuff but i'm like yeah bro it was very hard coming to my mom for anything you cannot talk about bro this I bring all the memories are just coming back and it's very like I couldn't talk to my mom about kissing, about liking a boy. Are you mad? <laughs> are you crazy? Uh the next question, are you having sex? What's yeah. going on? I I didn't see your nah. I'm like, but I don't remember the first time. I don't know till now. I mean my mother has an inkling that I have kissed a man. But like I don't know if she does. Like Like till what, today? When I went home, there's a, a little bit of TMI. She kept asking 
are you a virgin? Oh are you really? a planning oh God. Yeah, asking me so many times with my partner, like, what do you guys do? I'm like, bro, we don't do anything. Yeah. His mother is always home. We don't do anything, mommy. <laughs> His mom is always home. Please, oh. <laughs> and your mom used to beat you for every... Bro. I've seen, even in school, like, I don't know what it was. Ends was with a guy or something. It was like some day, children's day or something. Yeah, class. it was my little petty boyfriend at the time yeah. came to my school and bro everybody told my mom and she found out we were dating that day was the worst i remember day exactly where oh she it was by the water fountain that's, that's not even it what we left my mother locked me in the car got in the back seat and beat the hell out of me and told me i must not she mustn't hear any cries she told me to sit like she was driving oh, i had no. to sit at the back where she can reach me if i if <laughs> i made a sound she was giving me dirty slaps that was the worst oh, yeah, you guys think it was yes she beat me in school but she got into the back seat and she beat me yeah damn I feel like this is all like tragic. This is like oh, okay. that. Yeah, Don't worry, I, I I include trigger warnings. So our audience will know. That's that's scary. Yeah. This is all because like Nigerian and yeah, everything is solved with beating. Yeah, just slapping, beating, beating shouting. Yeah, yeah. 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 not very. Effective. There's no sit- sitting down to like explain mm-hmm. to your kids what is what. I think when I actually came back from Canada, everything kind of shifted because when I, I remember when I was in Nigeria. And there was this guy, we weren't even dating. He just liked me. He was mm-hmm. really, really attractive. He lived in my estate. And he happened to live, like, so they had, like, a house in the estate. But then they went to the back house to my mom's friend. So I went to go see him in his house with my friend. Just, like, nothing, not kissing, nothing. Just to, like, yeah. on, just to see him. Uh-oh. And my mom, my mom's friend was there. And, and she's like, oh, why are you guys here? I'm like, I'm visiting my friend. Because, like, you know, I was allowed to have guy friends. Yeah. Like, Matthew, all of them. Like, we had, like, I was never not allowed to have men over. Like mm-hmm. I had a lot of guy people around me. Like even Io and I in Nigeria, like it was fine. Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be fine. Next thing I'm getting home that night and my auntie's there, my mom's friend is there and she's saying that um your daughter went to go to a boy's house. What's she doing there? She's not and my mom the on the thing my mom knows all my guy friends. So I think not knowing who like this guy his Bolaji, who Bolaji was kind of like she was like, Who is this guy? Wow. And then they beat me. I had to lie. I always used to lie oh yeah it's my friend's boyfriend but i think when i came back from canada i was still young i was like 16 and i came back the first time and i was dating this guy who was so cringe he used to dance fake chris brown <laughs> he thought uh-huh. he was chris brown Ew. <laughs> he used to dance that nigga still thinks he's he still think think he's chris brown. yeah he still thinks it's Chris Brown. He used to dance on TikTok. He, oh my gosh, he put on his Snapchat. He put himself having sex on Snapchat. Oh Jesus, what? that was horrible. Like I was, um, I, yeah. So he, like when I came back and I was dating him, he was around a lot. My mom liked him because he used to bring her like the bonus pizza and all that stuff every other day. And I just think she thought like because he used to take like coconut pepper and, and taxis <laughs> and and Okada like m- motorcycles from his house to my house because his driver didn't never refused to bring him to my house. Yeah. So my mom was like, a boy doing that much for my daughter. Like, mm. so I'd asked her like, you know, like, um, am I allowed to have a boyfriend? And she was like, um, I don't know how to answer that question. And I was like, okay, yeah. well, I'm gonna just do it. Yeah. Um, but I think that kind of opened the door for more comfortability. And then I got yeah. to university and I was dating this boy who ends also entates all my exes. Um, and I know my mom didn't like him because he was Arab. Um, oh, 
Yeah. She didn't want me dating someone who was Muslim. And don't say it. They didn't want me dating someone who was Muslim. But that was the first time I told her, oh, yeah, I kissed him. Like, my aunt asked, like, have you have you and, and so-and-so, have you guys kissed? And I was like, yep, we have. And my mom was there. And you could just see she looked. <laughs> she like... <laughs> And I'm like, how is it? She's like, I'm like, she's not just my aunt's like, how was it? I'm like, oh, it was so, it was so nice. Like, <laughs> and, like, and my mom was just like, mm, drinking her coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. okay. I'm tolerant. But then I had the talk. And then I had the talk. If you get pregnant. You oh, know, you did have this. Oh. No, that was it a talk? The if you get pregnant, no, you know I'm a single mother. You know what they say okay, about not us. that kind of yeah, talk. It was, it, was, it was the fear. I think every Nigerian child goes through the fear talk. Especially when it comes to a different country. If, if you if, if you embarrass yeah. me here, you know our family name, this and that and that. So I got the talk then. But then she still said, you know, always tell me. But if you get pregnant, I will kill you. So all she uh, well. that was, that was, <laughs> remember my mother, all she said is, remember you are a child of God. Every time, because when I came to Canada, I started opening some chest. Oh my God, yes. People used to report me to my mother when Same. I wore V-neck. Same. That's so mother, tough though. You remember yeah. I as yeah, a child yeah, of God, yeah. you should not be showing your breast. Now, I went home in February. When are you giving birth? When are you giving birth? <laughs> when are you giving birth? How, you're going to be 25, or But you have sex in a holy way. I don't have sex, so I don't know what this girl is saying. <laughs> <laughs> what is Katie saying? Didn't we say we were not lying? Purely virgin. Yeah, well. No, I think Katie means that like they want you to have sex in a holy way when you eventually oh. get married and have kids. Not now. You know you're a virgin. No, but, in the sense that it's like you're not allowed to have a sexuality, but sex is only okay for reproduction. For, for, for reproduction. Yeah. And as a woman, it's like, well, that's what your yeah. body is made for. Right? Even like, so, when, they, when they talk about it with you, with you being married, they don't talk about enjoying it. They talk about, no. you know, but after having babies, there's yeah. no, yeah. are yeah. you enjoying yeah. it with your partner? Like, it's just, you know, girl, open your legs and let the sperm enter. And then like, <laughs> like, that's literally what they're saying. Praise God, as you yeah. said. <laughs> like, and just do it that way, which I think is just like, you ask people about pleasure. Like, this is how yeah. people get just, taken advantage of. And, like, and you fall out of love with your partner. Exactly. If, you're you're doing it out of duty yeah i feel like it sounds like this to me right now it's it's like it rings a bell a lot because i'm watching the handmaids yeah Yeah, and right now and i'm really like immersed in it Mm -hmm. and that's exactly it like women that are only useful to reproduce and yeah yeah. anyways they use them a lot i think that that show taught me a lot about the importance of like bodily autonomy because i feel like in handmaid's tale they were literally property i mean i feel yeah. like it's it's, yeah. it's it's so close to obviously not the same in any way shape or form but similar to slavery in the sense slavery in the sense that like you have no sexual say. slavery you are sexual yeah. yeah exactly you have no say like you have no rights you don't even have the freedom to enjoy like you just do whatever mm. they say when they say when they're done with you back into your little closet and come out when they're ready for you again. Yeah. Um, which is how, unfortunately, a lot of men, like, see women True. based on, like, their upbringing, like, what they saw growing up, but also, like, like the and things TV has exposed and... to us, your beliefs, yeah. like, even, that, like, yeah. some stuff in the, like, I know, like, in the Bible, the Old Testament Bible talks a lot about, like, that idea of, like, a man's duty to, a woman's duty to her husband and things like that and, like, mm-hmm. The New Testament is is more liberal and talk more about like the equality aspect of it, but like yeah. 
a lot of people like who are reading the Old Testament who are biblical mm. in that sense are trying to follow that way are like, oh no, it is your duty to serve me and be my wife and do nothing and all that stuff. Yeah, and live for God. Yeah. And like not care about anybody else's feelings, which is like crazy. Um, but moving on to like even beyond just the sexual component of it, I would like to know what you guys' first perception or even yeah, perception of the idea of consent as it relates to sex to sex ed. Like how did because I feel like consent just became this phenomenon that people are talking about in what I don't know, twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, with the Me Too. Yeah, that was when people actually were like, Whoa, like that it's a thing. Um so when did you guys like I know like I remember I, I I knew about it for a while. It didn't become relevant to me until I was in a abusive relationship and I realized like this is actually important. But like how did you guys get knowledgeable about consent? How did it come to you and yeah. and that stuff? I don't remember in the like sex ed ish that I had in school when I was in primary school. I don't remember ever hearing about consent but the notion of consent to me uh, when I started to have sex was more like for the f- during the first time it was more like are you okay like mm-hmm. that was the consent part of it yeah I guess yeah like the checkup yeah but I don't remember learning about consent before I don't know I cannot like Pinpoint of the, that yeah. place in your life, yeah. That but, would be the first time that I was kind of confronted to consent in yeah. the sense that the person checked in, like you how know. did that? How did that make you feel though? When you did that, like well, you- normal, yeah. in the sense that it was kind of expected, mm. like in that relationship. Mm. Um, did you have other we, relationships we, where? that sorry what were you gonna say i i was gonna say like we don't really know that it's important until the the contrary happens i think yeah 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 i guess after that relationship did it kind of make you feel like like every other one did you kind of expect that check-in like that like making sure i'm okay like was that something that became important to you i don't think so well, I had one that didn't go so well, and sex was like problematic. So, but I realized that like longer afterwards. So, mm. um, but I never was in a scenario where I felt like I'm not being heard right now. Yeah. You know, so I yeah. cannot really express myself on that. Yeah. But just my first notion of consent was being checked on during yeah. my first time, like you know. Yeah. Which is not um, that was like yeah. which now I realize well that was cool. That was yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. But it's sad to realize that you only realize what consent is when there's none. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, that's yeah. my what about you? Um for me, I feel like I don't know. Like consent was never a thing when I was younger. Like I used to have like a it wasn't a relationship like young I was 13 but like it was a very horrible time for me but there wasn't any consent in anything really even when I first moved to Canada to like the past relationships I was in there was never really any consent 
there were a couple of people that like realizing like understanding i feel like i only truly understood what consent was when i came to university like mm-hmm. educating myself mm-hmm. and everything and like yeah fully understood it, i would say like probably when i joined pa mm-hmm. like fully understanding what consent is because you realize like all these little things that you let pass when you you're in relationships of people like cores and you are not even bothering if you do express discomfort and all of that i just mm-hmm. feel like probably like really joining pa and like really understanding what consent is and even out of like the bedroom too like it's in every part of i feel like part oh, of, yeah it's everywhere yeah. yeah 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 but like i'm so grateful my partner is uh yeah he understands because you know checks up on me mm-hmm. and yeah and a few previous partners have but majority have been very take 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 yeah. i don't care i'm done now go yeah, yeah that's horrible i think they yeah. taught me about like consent beyond sexual mm-hmm. um encounters because i yeah. always just thought like and obviously like it makes sense that it's with everything but mm-hmm. i think because the sex part was the part where we were not exposed like we we're always exposed to make sure you you say please and you ask and yeah. you, you know for pencil and like all these things but like the sexual part it was just its duty and something you have to do so sex and consent was something that was like it was not there and I think like as I was gonna go back to what you said about like how like it just felt normal to you I think it's because like in relationships a lot of the time especially when the relationships have respect in them yeah you it's kind of like a like that it goes with trust like it, it's it, yeah. you, you don't have to say it in that sense because I already trust you to know that you will take care of, care of me. And yeah. if I say that I'm uncomfortable, you will stop or you will ask if I'm okay. Like, it, yeah. there was that care in the relationship. Whereas sometimes, like, some people don't have that, which is why, like, I feel like a lot of the time, like, people... Content correlates a lot with, like, new relationships, ongoing relationships, but also with sexual partners. And I think people get lost in translation when it comes to purely sexual partners because they think... We're both here for a reason. It's like eating, like you, you just you're here to eat and go, like a kitchen. Sorry, like you just here to eat and go. But like for sex, like even though I'm literally here for you in these one or two hours we're together, and that's it. Even if it's a one night stand, it's still important that because you're both doing it for one goal, pleasure. But then you can't jeopardize other people's feelings and mm-hmm. comfort because of pleasure. Yeah. So you have to make sure that you know you're getting your pleasure. But you're still making sure everyone's okay. And sometimes it looks like, you know, anxious me who's asking every five minutes, are you good? Are you good? And other people being like, you know, like, are you okay? Like, does this work? Mm. And if it's not comfortable, let me know along the way. And I think that's why people think, oh, consent is not sexy because why are you asking every five seconds somebody's okay? And some people need that. Like, yeah. Especially the first time. It's not even asking, like, being able to read body language. Mm -hmm. When somebody, like, not asking, are you okay? Are you fine? Yeah, are you good? exactly. Are you good? are you good? No, it's about, like, reading body language and, like, understanding. and But still checking in, like, okay, like, she's kind of tensed up or, yeah. you know. Yeah. Maybe I we should just, let's try something else. Yeah. Well, do you want to take a, do you need some water? Like, yeah. you can come down and drink some water. <laughs> please. <laughs> that, that would, yeah. Like, like water? Just okay. understanding, like, okay, like, the demeanor has changed or, yeah. like, you know. I don't know. Yeah, the vibe is off. Off, yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. And just making sure there's care. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing because contrary to everybody, what the sex is probably one of the most 
if not the most intimate and vulnerable part. You're literally like yeah. exchanging bodily fluids with somebody. Oh God. Like literally, yeah. that's literally, I know it's gross, but... I agree with the <laughs> very intimate and vulnerable part. But the bodily fluids are big. For sure, like, but yeah. it's so graphic. Yeah, I know, I know. But you're literally exchanging something with somebody yeah. worse or multiple yeah, people. Yeah, and you're showing a part of yourself. Showing a part of yourself that a lot of people do not see. No, like, not yeah. everyone is like, ants and is just naked all the time. Like, first of all, what's about Tanaka? <laughs> and you. Like, even me, like, we're not, like, not, a lot of yeah. people are, like, like to be naked around, like, their friends and, like, their siblings, mm-hmm. whatever. But the people who, like, are not... Miss you, Tank. Yeah, I miss you, Tanaka. Um, people who are not that comfortable mm-hmm. to just be like that all the time. And I think it's better to just go in go in thinking everyone is like that. Everyone is not comfortable. So let me mm-hmm. try my best to make them feel comfortable mm-hmm. because they don't know me in that way. Like you can know somebody and I don't know if, I'm not saying I have personally, Virgo, um, if you've ever, they like maybe even if it's a friend that you guys have never had sex before and then you go in and you break that boundary and you have sex with your friend for the first time. I've had people tell me there's still that like, even though this is someone I've known my entire life, this is feels like a, a new person because yeah i'm knowing you in that new way yeah. where we haven't seen each other it's always been friendly and now it's we're adding sex to the table and it messes with you mentally and emotionally and even physically too so mm-hmm. i think that care component is like mm-hmm. the biggest part of of it um yeah no when it comes to consent so um I want to talk a little bit about something that is not talked about a lot, which I think should be in sex, sex ed, and usually misconstrued. Misconstrued? Misconstrued? It's, yeah, misconstrued. English. No. Misco- misconstrued. Is it construct? No. <laughs> no, it's like misconstrued. 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 Yeah, well, no. Whatever. Moving on. Misconstrued. No, I don't know. It's not true. The one that people just miscon. Okay, wait. Um, <laughs> the word that people, you know, like something that people just don't pay attention to. I don't know how to say it. We're, okay, we're gonna leave it. Misconstrued. Yeah, I like, got it. Okay, wait. Misconstrued. Misconstrued. Sorry, guys. Quick, quick English lesson for y'all. Misconstrued. Misconstrued. Strewed. Yeah, strewed. that is what I said. Just by the way. Yeah. Well. Anyway, birth control and contraceptives. Amen. 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 At what age or slash and under what circumstances did you learn about birth control and contraceptives? Oh, God, I don't remember. University. Oh, yeah, that late? Oh, yeah. yeah. You you didn't, like, pill or anything before that? What? Like, you the didn't pill? know, like, the pill or anything. Oh, I didn't know anything. I didn't know shit, yeah. I knew oh, about yeah. condoms. Like, yeah. everybody, I feel like, knows everyone about knows about condoms. But, like, for, like, feminine, like, contraceptives, no, until I came to university. Wow, yeah, that's very late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, okay. it was, I don't know, it wasn't talked about back home. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I knew in Nigeria there's something called postina. What's Pustino? Pustino is like Plan B, but like heavy, like oh God. kills it ever kills it inside. <laughs> it kills your insides too. I remember I learned about because my mom never God, Nigerians have this. My mom never let me watch Yoruba movies because she thought that it would affect my speaking. Mm-hmm. So she never let me watch Yoruba movies until I came to university away from home. God, there's so many barriers you need to break. Like yeah. there's this 
thing of like if you watch a movies where they're speaking your local dialect, you're not gonna speak proper English. I remember you telling. Yeah, so like, as when I said I come, like I used to watch them secretly, and I just say, "Oh yeah, hola, okay, I can't speak Yoruba." <laughs> you can speak Yoruba. Say, It's like uh, go and drink postino. Like it's like Plan B in Nigeria, but like. It's like heavy, like I don't know. It's like a heavy plan B, like oh a dangerous. God. That's the one. That's why they used to say if you take birth control, it will kill you and kill your ovaries, and yeah. you can't have kids anymore because of things like that. No, but like it's been proven that you can't actually take like you know how you can take plan B like yeah, often. Yeah, yeah, Post-inal, yeah. you can't because like it's actually like you can't yeah. take plan B often too. Apparently. Not often, yeah. but like I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, you can't take it often. Yeah, but, but like but not as bad you, as yeah, Post-inal yeah. is like a heavier like plan B. I don't know how to explain it. Like it. It's for like it's Plan B, but like a heavier type of Plan B, like a Nigerian. Yeah. Okay. Well, then knowing about the fact that you guys didn't hear about it before university, I I feel like I've always knew. Yeah. Like I always knew. I started the pill when I was in high school. Oh. And I didn't know what the pill was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I had a my older sister, right? Oh, she sure. and also lots of girls were taking the pill just for like um. Acne. Acne. Yeah. yeah. And you know how it's like, it was, you know, cool to take the <laughs> pill. Because, because it's like you're a woman now. Oh, it I means it's, it's linked to sexuality too. Yeah. So to having sex, to have your period, to be a woman, da da da. Nigeria, it was kind of like a. I remember when I first started getting my period. Like my mom taught me about the basic hygiene of, okay, wrap your pad, but always never let any man see you like holding your pad and going to the bathroom uh, this and that yeah. like i remember i found out like when i used to watch like american movies back home i found out like girls could wear tampons and i'm like mm. oh like you know why can't we wear tampons ah, tampons is, is gonna it's gonna disverging you you're yeah. not gonna be a virgin anymore and i'm like my mom was she what? taught me how to put a tampon yeah like yeah. back home it's uh you have to wear pad because if you put in a tampon it's gonna mm. you're not gonna be a virgin anymore yeah. there's this like so much heritage and pride in being a who gives a fuck <laughs> who cares if yeah, you're a false virgin information yeah. like all these like ah uh, i don't know grateful for my mother love you mommy but yeah yeah there's a lot of things i regret not knowing back mm-hmm. then and like yeah not wear tampons yeah. even diva cup yeah shout out yeah. diva cup save the planet yeah i had but, a fight with my entire class in grade 10 before i came to canada about tampons because I think my mom was wearing tampons or something or yeah. I don't know who it was and then I was just and then I asked my aunt because my aunt's a doctor so I asked her a lot of questions and I asked her about it and she was like you can wear tampons if you want like yeah. it's not going to do anything and then I, I brought it up in class one day I don't know how it came up and they were yelling at me people who wear tampons <laughs> their hole is too big all these things and I'm like what is going on guys she's like my aunt, the doctor, the Nigerian doctor said it's fine, so yeah. it's fine. And they were just going <laughs> going off. Yeah. But, like, I didn't know. I honestly didn't even know about contraceptives until, like, I started having really, really painful periods. Yeah. And I had to start. I went to the hospital, and they were like, yeah, we need to get you on birth control. And it's crazy because I had to tell my mom because she had to pay for it. Yeah. And, like, also, like, it's a new thing I'm putting into my body. And my thought process was, shit, she's going to be like, you are not taking that thing. You better man that period. I handle yeah. the pain. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay. So, like, it's kind of like, that hit me. Like, so you know about this. And you, you just, just chose not yeah. to tell us why. Because yeah. I know that if it wasn't safe, because she asked me about the brand everything. If it wasn't safe, you wouldn't then put it in my body. Yeah, yeah So, it's like, you guys know that these things exist. But 
because of culture and tradition, you just don't, you want us to just, you know, be the strong black women and man suffer the pain and suffer sin. everything. Pray and to God, God. you'll yeah. be fine. Do it by yourself. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, like, I think, and that was even, like, mm-hmm. was after we stopped living together, like, yeah. I was in third year. That was when I literally, like, actually, right before I met you, you learned about like that's how I found out about about birth right before I met you. Yeah, yeah. like wow. it was very we're very yeah. shielded, very very shielded. Yeah, oh, that's horrible because it's the it's one thing we can have. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. No, it is. It's one thing you can have for sure. Mm. Like I remember, like even like my friend, uh, she lives in Toronto. Like she has like endometriosis, mm. and like her mom, bro. When I tell you, like she can't do anything. Like she's in so much pain. And her mom, she says, the devil is... The people from my village are going to go and pray. 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 Oh, my gosh. Um, pray, girl. Pray, girl. That's what mother is to tell her. Excluding her name. And, yeah, I'm just like... But now, like, she has an IUD and she uh, says she's yeah. doing way better. My sister, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's... And I think even, like, us... And I'm so... God, yeah. I'm getting emotional. Um, Just because I just think it's so sad that people are going through things. And so like, much pain. There's so much help. Like, yeah. medicine. And, I, like... And I think because my... I used to also be that person where, like, I always thought it was, like, about prayer. But, like, having an aunt who's a doctor and who is, like, no, like, God, mm. there's medicine for a reason. Like, yeah. come on. Like, don't be stupid. Yeah. Like, that's honestly why I was, like, that's so true. Like, whatever. And my aunt's always, like, please, fuck all these herbs. Take, if you need Tylenol, take Tylenol. Because I'm, like, yeah. well, just drink tea. I've had it. She's, like, girl, go to the store and buy Tylenol. What are you mm. doing? Yeah. Like, there's so much help, but because of all this culture, man, they don't want us to yeah. use it. And I think even, like, because of our experiences, I really hope that as we, even if you guys have kids, if you want kids, you, like, we embody that, like, with our yeah. kids and just teach them from early. Like, you know, like, back in my day, we didn't have this, but I'm going to teach, teach you because yeah. it's, like, <laughs> really educate myself. Whatever is up to date for, like, in yeah. terms of contraceptives, yeah. teaching my kid, like, on, like, sex and, like, consent yeah. and like all these things like i wasn't taught that i had to learn on my own yeah but obviously it's enjoyable yeah like have them understand yeah. that but be safe <laughs> yeah it's 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 like i mean it's good like i want to be like i was watching my when i went to my friends you guys know my friend this weekend and even seeing her parents be like like oh honey let's go to bed and like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like i was like oh like i'm sure that must have been like uncomfy at first but then yeah. but now it's like you know like we talk about sex openly and then like yeah and then even when, like, my friend was like, mom, she was like, you know, it's normal, girl. Like, you have sex with your husband. Like, yeah. let's go to bed, honey. She was just doing it. Let's go to bed. As she should. As she should. Really. Like, think about it. Like, we're actually, like, 25. Yeah. Like, some of us. Not okay, not, not <laughs> all these, But, like, some of us, it's just, like, a thing of, like, we're living our lives. And I feel like our parents just want to shelter you so much. Yeah. That's why, like, me going back home really, like, I really have to tell my mother, like, bro, I'm not the same person that left. You literally sent me 21 hours across the world. Yeah. And I come back home and you still want to treat me like Like I'm still 17. And then it's like understanding, you know, things are changing. Yeah. Yeah. But like contraceptives are really like, I don't know, like it's, you need to teach your kids. Yeah. A lot of things. Yeah. By trying to overprotect like that, you just. Yeah. Give like we're good i feel life. like because we're good kids like there's stories of other people that like coming here and like it's a lot for them right mm-hmm. like, people go you can go wild but like always coming back in coming back to your roots but i feel like some people aren't able to do that and that's because like if you shelter your kid too much like explain like even like weed bro like alcohol like all these things like yeah 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 i think my mother 
even when I went home, my mother only let me drink. I never drink. My mother <laughs> only let me drink like, uh, what's it called? What's that thing that I always drink? Sangria. Really? Yeah, that's like it? yeah. My stepdad would give me another. I'm like, yeah, I don't <laughs> drink. Yeah, I don't. Drink. Uh, I don't drink. I'm the opposite. Yes, you do. Um, and even, and I drink wine. And even time. Time. Why and just, can I not do all these things? And you can still hear it. Oh. <laughs> just like in more. a more sexual way. <laughs> even my mom knows you drink. I know. Let my mother just live in her. <laughs> let her just. My mom used to give us alcohol and let my mother live in, in her. You know, like it's so funny. Like, like I don't like I don't like I drink wine. Yeah, I'm not a heavy like I'm yeah. not drinking. No, gone gone are those days. Yeah, I could down vodka. <laughs> now if I do that, I'm gonna be puking. But and that's how old you are, man. <laughs> Shut up. Well, I do know the feeling though. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> My uncle used to actually tell me like, listen, yeah, because he's telling me his stories. He's like. You can't know how things are until you try them. Yeah, yeah. Like, true. I used to wake up, and this was in Lagos, Nigeria. I used to wake up in different cities. <laughs> like, I'll go to bed in Lagos and wake up in Ibadan, like, randomly. Yeah. I, I, like, he's like, he you have to. fun. Yeah. That's scary. Imagine going to bed here and waking up tomorrow. You're in Toronto. That's oh, scary. Like, oh, he was drinking? Like, yeah, he was so oh. drunk. Like, he was like, I'm, I'm some random girl's bed in another city. Damn. And, like, I know. Get it. I'm really used to get it. But, yeah, he, he used to just tell me, like, try out everything and just, yeah. like, my mom didn't like that he said that. But, like, I think it really helped me because, like, I am such a believer in I'll try everything once yeah. just to see, like, do I like this or I not like mm-hmm. it? That way, like, I have my experience and I know it's not for me. Yeah, true. But if it's for me, that's okay. Like, I'm also not going to someone who's, like, a heavy drug user or, like, yeah. drinks all the alcohol in the world. Like, I, I, I have... Like I know that I can't function when I do certain things, so I'll do them in moderation or when I feel like I should. Yeah. Mm. Um. So yeah, last thing that I want to talk about concerning that was, um, STI STI testing. H- how was your knowledge on that? And even till now, do you feel like you have somewhere where you feel like you have besides the internet? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just useless to me to get everything yeah. like that. Do you feel like you have adequate, like adequate? What's the word? Just adequate spaces to get information on like different STIs and like testing and like safety and things like that. Um, now, sure, like I would just go at the university. I've done tests there, so I'm mm-hmm. comfortable. Uh, but that's something I don't think I had a lot of education on actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but when my sister and brother got everything, then <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, like they, I mean, like some of the random ones. Ones, oh, <laughs> no, no. I what I heard though is like when I arrived here at university, like obviously there's tons of it, and the thing is, I'm kind of like confused in the timeline because in psychology, I had classes on sexology, yeah, and that teach me a lot. Um, so I think I got most of what I know from there. Yeah. That's fair. And what about you? Yeah. Like, for me, I didn't know about, like, STIs, STDs, or any of these things until I came to university, really. Like, I was never really taught, like... Mm. Obviously, like, the occasional, like, when you watch, like, American movies here, oh, you gave me chlamydia when I... I was yeah. called the A? It's easy A. Easy A. Yeah. Like, yeah, and all of that. Like, I used to watch that and, like, mean girls, and they would talk about these things, and I would Google them. 
like I'm like uh, okay, okay, like coming here even like I don't know how to explain this like when I first got tested for HIV. Like, I regularly get tested for HIV because, I like, apart from, like, sex, you can also get it from, like, other things. Mm, yeah. And I just, like, to get tested for stuff to make sure, like, I'm safe and I'm yeah. keeping my surrounding and my partner safe. Yeah. Um, but, like, even, like, there was still, like, this kind of, like, stigma, like, around it. Like, I know I don't have HIV, but it's a thing of, like, I went to the U Ottawa and I made sure, like, it was later when nobody could see me. Mm. And, like, I went to, like, the, you know, the, um, where's that place on Montpetit? One more set. Do you know where they do the HIV testing? Well, yeah, in the clinic, like in the, the walking clinic. That's why I did Mary it. Curie? Oh no, no the, the Mary... blood test. Yes, that's the blood, blood test. No, yeah. like the like the they what, give you the HIV pack. Is... Yeah, the HIV one. I, I never they went did to the it clinic. For me, they just took a blood sample, and oh. that's in that's like second floor, I think. From yeah, the I don't know wherever it was, but like you I don't pee in the cup for that. No, no, no. H- yeah, but there's testing for other like uh like STDs, like they can. No, no, yeah. they can't do HIV. God, please, hmm? they can't do HIV. It has to be a blood test. Yeah. But like, I remember like even getting that twice to make sure like I couldn't tell anybody. I had to be hush. I had to go when nobody could see me. Yeah. Just go and be like, and I'd be like, hi, can I just like, test for HIV? And I'm like, yeah. But I feel like I didn't really get taught like I don't know. I learned. I feel like I truly, really grew up like being on my own here mm-hmm. that's yeah. when i really learned about it like i heard about it like googled it from movies and stuff but like here like you know yeah i don't know they know how to make you scared of them yeah, and yeah. they don't tell you what happens if you get one that's and you don't how know I feel like about it if you get an std or sti you're not gonna die mm-hmm. no like and there's ways now. yeah like, there's drugs and there's all these things and i'm like it's not a you're not damaged goods, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. live your life. Yeah. 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 What about US? Um <laughs> uh, you know I'm a I don't do anything, but I like to get tested because I I like to kiss him there, you know. Yeah. Um <laughs> I like to kiss him. Where is this going? Um, um I think I have always had connections to people who have had STIs for some reason like not like through me but like my friends Friends, and I think that was always like scary because I'm like oh god they have this now shit like as a fucked but then now and I see them like oh yeah I have to just take a pill every day for like three days I'm good like and I realized oh shit it's not that like serious like it's not that deep so I think like from experiencing that was obviously like university where I even found out about it and I think I never went to the university to get tested because I was um same thing answer like just yeah you know, what if i run into somebody what if i run into end then like you know or something yeah. so i go to the one on clarence street mm-hmm. um because that's the one that one of my friends also goes to but like yeah. i think just having people that you know because you can read online and that people say is fine but then it's different when you actually know somebody and you're like they are actually fine like they're yeah. not you know everyone says you get itchy like they're fine like, yeah they're, yeah, that Fine. being said, it's not a cool thing to have. Yeah, it's not a good thing just to have. Like, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, but like, I just like, it's just that really helped me remove the stigma mm-hmm. from it because I, there was so much stigma around like, like dirty. Yeah, you're yeah, dirty. Yeah. And yeah. Like, especially like, which is like really shitty because people forget that you get this thing from other people too. Like, yeah. So it's not as if you, as if you forced yourself, you begged yourself so, to have yeah. an STI. Yeah. Um, but like, so just cut the long story short on that. I think everyone should get tested regularly. It's important to do it. Yeah. Um, and 
this year sucks. Like, yeah, condoms are free. I know they're shitty, but they're free, and free yeah. is equals good. Um, or get a contraceptive. Yeah, that's too. Well, I would you just can't wait trust men and do the tests and have yeah. sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think strap that shit up. Yeah. Um, and I think, which is also hard because sometimes people cheat and then they yeah. they give you things because they cheat. But you know what? Have it's faith. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like in this world, <laughs> it will be okay. It'll be okay. There's 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 support groups like we're partnering with an organization who does like work for like um black people who who ha- are li- like living with aids and things like yeah. that so there's support there's support for it and i think you know find support where yeah. support is thank god for support yeah so um for the end of this conversation abian i wanted to head end i said hand end mm-hmm. on the high note i will read out what she said I thought to end on the, the conversation on a fun note, it might be fun to talk about some of our own stories related to the topic. So there's some prompts she asked. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was your most silly, funny, embarrassing misconception about sex growing up? Well, the kissing on the mouth. <laughs> yeah, gives you babies. <laughs> gives you babies. I feel like... I know, like, kissing do not give you babies. It was kind of like the... Yeah. Yeah. It was like, we knew, but... It was okay to say that. Yeah, I always thought if you did anal, it would destroy your anus and you <laughs> for, me for the rest of your life. But that was uh, high school was a very horrible yeah. thing, very horrible time for me. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that if you had sex, you would die. Wow, that's horrible. Straight up, like that's sad. Straight up, you're gonna die. Like, because yeah. my mom said she would kill me. For <laughs> so I thought I would actually die. Oh yeah, okay, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. the yeah, I know a couple of people in high school who actually had anal sex and they were bullied for it. Because yeah. they're like, you don't have a butthole anymore. Everything yeah. is just one. Oh, God. Stupid idea. Um, next question. What was your favorite sex slash sexual health tip that you'd like to share? What is your favorite sexual health tip you'd like to share? Um, Get a toy. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Oh, a collection Lord. of toys. <laughs> Um, That's a I'm good a one. <laughs> yeah, you you're not using and, any. Yeah, yeah, and you learned it from your friend, right? Katie yeah. taught you about yes, it. Yes, Katie uh, taught me about and, it. But another the friend of mine. Pleasure that it. comes from really like exploring. If a nigga does not want to explore in the bedroom, tell the nigga get the fuck out. Also, it's very nice to do it yourself, man. Yeah, yeah, nice yourself. But like, I feel like it's also like great to if you you don't need to have a partner. Like one night stand. Friends with benefits, partner, husband, yeah, anything. anything. Like, let them be open. I feel like, yeah, like sex should be explored, not just missionary and mm-hmm. doggy style. And get a Do toy some... for your partner. Yeah, yeah, drink toys. Yeah, like yeah. I just feel like I don't know nothing about that, but you know, like I think that's important. Jolly Vanjie, Katie Katie said, "Get a collection of toys." No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I have someone that I know right now who just uh, got a few, and mm-hmm. we were laughing because it was literally all over the collection. All oh, collection, like, Jesus. and they look cute now. You know, yeah. they make it like some weird Pretty, designs yeah. and colors and everything, and then you have so many settings and different types of. Yeah. So I think it's very fun, and I would just play around with it, not <laughs> on me, but like you should get a toy. Right. I think my sexual sex tip is. Sex tape? Oh, sex sex tape tape that I've learned from a friend of a friend. Don't be afraid to be crazy. 
Yeah. Just be crazy. Go crazy. Do a handstand on your bed. Like, be at How? Be at, I, don't, I don't know. I don't do these things. Yeah. But just be advent- as adventurous yeah. as, like, if you sex should be enjoyed. It should be fun. Thoroughly. Like, it should be fun. And yeah. I think it's, like, for me, like, I see it like pool. It's not pool class. It's not, like, easy sometimes to do new things but when you get there it's super fun like yeah it's fun like have sex on an actual pole get a sex swing like do all these things like just make it fun mm-hmm. sex on the pole i'm just trying to <laughs> me too I'm sorry i'm just trying to picture it yeah like it's, it's... do it in a pool first that's really nice yeah i feel like that's uncomfortable i don't know with the about... chlorine and no. everything no i just clean also shower sex tip shower please yeah, yeah don't go to somebody's house dirty Oh, you can have sex in the Last question. Last question. What's one piece of advice you'd give to your younger self if you could travel back in time today? It's gonna be... Take your time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. Take your time. And it's not... Yeah, take your time. Don't be afraid to... It's gonna come eventually, too. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask. Just ask. You don't know what people are gonna say. So just ask. Yeah. And be patient. Yeah. I just feel like, yeah, if I'll go back in time, I would really, like, tell my mom, can you, like, actually, like, the notion, I feel like I'm hopeful our generation, like, we're going to be able to educate our kids and, like, even if our kids are like, oh, mommy, what's the deal though? Mm. Yeah, you can explain to them, okay, it's that's you. Let me show you. Yeah. Like, for me, everything was such a taboo, like, back then, that it actually encouraged me to want to try it. Try more yeah, stuff. Yeah, the more you forbid something, then, yeah. the more you make it look like a mystery. And it just made me feel like I could have been, I love my mom and talk about everything. But when it comes to like body autonomy and like sex and all these things, it's like, mm, I don't really want to tell you because, yeah, like, I don't know, like, still like that taboo thing we can never talk about. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I can't. So wait. now she asked me, like, she doesn't know even know I use a tampon. Cause I'm like, really? Yeah. Because oh. I'm like, okay. The day, like she, she's like, yeah, you know my bra? We're going home and it's oh, just... Oh, gosh. I'm so... You know, I haven't been home since, like, 21. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to be so scared to go back to Nigeria. It's going to be chill. Like, is very chill. Like, compared to my mother, is very... Oh, my God. I didn't wear... My mom is chill to you. No, Esther. Antonia's not fucking, like... Oh, she's going to be swearing. It's okay. But, like, when I, I went home, it was a thing of, like... Because I don't like wearing bras here. Yeah. And I walk around and people don't care. Mm, like, I told no, you. Yeah. But back home, my mother made me so self-conscious of, like... How your boobs are big? Why you know I'm bra? Is this the Canadian culture? Is this what we sent you for school? Like all the time, if I would go out, why you not? My mother would be, why are you not wearing <laughs> my shirt? And I'm like, bro, chill. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't wear bras because they're not comfortable. Yeah, I wear them yeah. to work because I have to be professional at work. Yeah. And like I don't want my nipples showing and stuff. But if I'm going out, I'm not wearing a bra. And yeah. I don't care who's. Yeah. And my dress is hot yeah. too. Like, and it's hot. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I'm not trying to wear a bra. I only took one bra. <laughs> I think <laughs> I only took one bra and I wore it three times. That's about it. Yeah. 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 It's I just... become self conscious too about bras when I go back to France. I don't know why. Here I'm, I never. Yeah. I think it's because you have the freedom here. But when yeah. you go back, you remember you're with your parents. It's like yeah. as if. Well, it's not with my parents, though. They know. Okay. It's more like. Out? Y- you just feel like you're being stared at more. Mm-hmm. Back home, and in yeah. Canada, you kind of have this like. 
I mean, in my opinions and from my experience, more mm-hmm. like all accepting. Yeah, okay. true, yeah, for sure. Like, like, whatever you want. No one's like, going to, yeah. yeah, you can Even yeah, let's right. wrap this up. Thank you both for this lovely conversation. It was Thank so yeah. insightful. I learned a lot about everything, and it was good to even revisit things from like our childhood. I think that was awesome. Yeah, a lot of beating. Flood, we shake it. Oh, God. So much, but, for, so much for this being our least triggering episode. Yeah. And I remember when I had to kneel down and have my hands up all through the night. Did you ever do frog frog jump? Like no, my mother made me do this. <laughs> and she was bro. She had oh, a, basically, you know, like the wooden spoon. My mother used to beat me. Yeah. Oh god, there's so many. Belts. I'm not traumatized, by the way. Yeah. I know some people had it worse, but like yeah. it shaped me. But like some people bro. used to have to. Did your parents to make you pick? The stick you get beaten with. Go outside and pick oh, that's cruel. Yeah, my friend was telling me that. Yeah, but we yeah. we didn't have it as hard as some people would be like, oh, yeah, but she's still grateful, but yeah. like, yeah, it was a there was a lot of beating, but at the same time, I wasn't really educated, so I feel like when I was younger, I was always acting out. But yeah, we thank God for life. Me, I'm happy I was able to fuck it. I was happy I was able to experience it. Yeah, like it's shaped me to who I am right now. Same. And I'm, I'm living life. Mm. Shout out to experiences, guys. Yeah. Experience everything. You need to read really it. You need to. I had to learn that in the last two years of my life. Of I can't keep walking like, ah, like a dog. Like a dog. <laughs> this what I use me in this country and wash me until I'm worn oh, out. Katie, no, no, I'm talking about life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one is using my private place. Oh, God. Um, but just really enjoy. All, all I would say is enjoy life in and outside of the bedroom. Please. Yeah. The world is ending. Let us live life. <laughs> it kind of is, so I kind of Please, agree. I'm, the world is ending. Okay, this is getting grim. Thank you so much, <laughs> and we'll see you in our next episode. Say bye, guys. Bye. bye.